This is an IELTS Energy podcast, episode 15, do's and don'ts to make the examiner like you. You are listening to the IELTS Energy podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we are here to show you how to get the seven that you need on your next IELTS exam. Subscribe to our show and join Jessica Beck, the examiner of excellence, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Portland, Oregon, and Boston, Massachusetts, USA. In today's IELTS Energy episode, you'll learn the answers to these burning questions. Should you shake the examiner's hand? How much should you laugh? We're going to talk about three do's and two don'ts for helping the examiner to like you. This podcast has helped thousands of people get the scores they need on IELTS. With two new free episodes every week, you get advice on everything IELTS, from idioms to academic vocabulary, grammar to pronunciation, and even test strategies for every part of the exam. Don't miss an episode. Hit follow right now. Hey Jessica, how's it going? <laughs> hey Lindsay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm 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 a bit worried about you under like 50 <laughs> feet of snow. I am totally buried under snow here. At some point I'm not going to be able to record these episodes cuz I won't be able to, you know, I'll have to hold the mic like out above the snow. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's crazy. We have a ton of snow in Boston, but I know that out there in Portland the weather's looking good, so you can enjoy it out there for me. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to get, I'm going to go outside twice as long today. Just, <laughs> it, just so you can live vicariously. Exactly. And send this sunny energy my way. <laughs> totally. Totally. I will do that. I will do that. I Prepare to receive sunny energy in two hours. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we had that. a really interesting listener question. We had a great question. And I think this is really important because we know that even though IELTS is a really standardized test and it's a fantastic mm. test, we know that it's not always completely objective. How can it be, right? Of course. Yeah. I think any anytime you're trying to assign or give a number or a letter, you know, to to someone else's speaking and writing, it's really hard to have like exact, exact same grades every single time. Right. It, it, it depends on a lot. But that means that our listeners and IELTS test takers have a very unique opportunity. Yeah, yeah. So let's, yeah, let's, let's look let's, at this mm -hmm. in in a positive way that our listeners, because of that wiggle room, because mm -hmm. of the subjectivity of the, the test, you're dealing with another person. So right. you want to try and influence that other person in, in a positive way. In a positive way. This is really hacking the exam a little bit here. So I love yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so we had a great question from one of our IELTS listeners. And the question, our listener wanted to know how she can actually kind of start to kind of influence the examiner a little bit and build, mm. let's call it build a rapport with the examiner. Yeah. You know, she yeah. asked, should she say something funny or how can she get, you know, get to know the, get the examiner's attention? That was really the question. 
Good. Yeah, that is that is such an awesome question. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something that a lot of candidates think about before going into the exam, of course. But um, I think some of the ways students try to get examiner's attention um, don't really work. Don't let's, work. Let's start with the don'ts. Yeah, let's, let's, let's break do it down into do's <laughs> and don'ts. So we're going to make this really clear for you guys today. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of these topics we've touched on in previous episodes. So we want to mm. recommend that you guys go back and review other episodes to go into more depth with each of these. But let's break it down, Jessica. What are the don'ts first? What should you not do if you're yeah. trying to build that rapport with the examiner in the speaking section? I think um, I think one of the first things that that comes to mind for me is when when a student walks in and um, like walks directly at the examiner and tries to shake his or her hand before they sit down. And I know that sounds that sounds like it could work. That sounds like a polite American, you know, quote unquote, oh. sort of way to greet someone. Um, but it's not appropriate in this mm. context. You know, no, no approaching, no touching, no sort of going into that examiner space. So what you should do mm. is as soon as you get in the room, just sit down where the examiner asks you to and just listen to what mm-hmm. they say. They, they're in control. Just listen to what they, they ask. So yeah, right. don't, don't approach them and sort of stick your hand and there in yeah. their face. That's so interesting because I would have thought that maybe that would, you know, I've never been in an examination room. I've never taken the aisle. So I would have thought that that would make maybe might be okay. Yeah. I can see how our listeners might yeah. be taking business skills into the exactly. exam. That might be what's exactly. happening here. And this is not a business deal. This is not a even, yeah. you know, a business meeting, right? There really is right. a difference in terms of status here. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think I think status does have something to do with it. So, um the examiner is is definitely in control the whole time and you're not you're not trying to make a deal with them. Like there's no negotiating <laughs> happening. <laughs> Hopefully so, not. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. Um there have there have been some students that try to negotiate and that's that's uh, actually uh, that's actually the second don't. This is the perfect the perfect sort of set segue into the second don't. Interesting. Um, okay, what's the, the second don't? Yeah, at the at the end of the exam, um mm-hmm. the examiner will say, "Thank you very much. That's the end of the speaking test." And mm-hmm. then the examiner has to to wait until you get up and leave the room and then the examiner can turn off the recording cuz cuz everything has to be on record. So, mm. um some <laughs> some students stand up and maybe from their culture this is an appropriate thing to do. They say like, "So, what how did I do? What was my score?" <laughs> and like the examiner cannot tell you. That's a huge huge no-no for That's the examiner. Super annoying. And at that point has the examiner established a score yet or does the examiner go and take some time to think about the score? Yeah, so um the examiners the the more experienced examiners will for sure already have your score in their head. They're mm-hmm. they're analyzing you the whole time, mm-hmm. sort of adjusting in their head, you know, from a 5 to a 6 to a 5 for mm-hmm. for each thing that that you're graded on. So, um we the, the examiners know for sure, but the examiner still must compare what's in their head with the descriptors in front of them. For Absolutely. for every single candidate after the candidate leaves the room. The examiner has to read all the descriptors and really spend some time thinking about the grades. So, um, yeah, okay. the exa- it's not 100% sure at that point what your grade is, um, but you have to wait two weeks like everyone else. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And really what this episode today is about is moving, you know, there are certain things you can do or should not do in order to make sure that your score doesn't get rounded down or rounded up. Right, Jessica? Yeah. And ooh, that that last sort of, you know, 10 seconds before <laughs> the examiner's going to write down your score in <sighs> pen that's not going to change. You want to make those, you want to make those 10 seconds in your favor. So don't like piss them off. I shouldn't say that. Don't make no, them angry. Yeah, true. Don't make them angry because that could mean your score does get rounded down. Yeah. I mean, it does happen, totally. I would imagine. It's, oh, you know, totally. It's, I, I know. I mean, I you know, I've worked in an ESL classroom before and sometimes... I hate to say it, but students that I that I had a personality clash with or that seemed to be breaking boundaries, right? Yeah, sometimes yeah. I would mark them down just because, I don't know. I mean, we do yeah. kind of have favorites sometimes. <laughs> I hate to say it. Sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But there's there are always favorites. There are always course. favorites. The, and, you know, there's, like you said, sometimes it's just a personality clash. But mm-hmm. um, and sometimes it's, you know, the student is really... <laughs> <laughs> really tries to press your buttons. Uh, yeah, overstepping <laughs> boundaries, right? But but it's yeah. so interesting because because we're all from different cultures, we might not know that these are actual boundaries here, right? Yeah, mm. and I think that's really interesting that these first two don'ts, I think, could could completely come from cultural misunderstandings. The, mm. the handshake, you think, oh, I'm talking to a Western person, I must shake their hand, or... Um, you know, I, maybe from, from my culture, it's, it's, it's okay to try and negotiate a better score at the end of something. But yeah, so that's, that's so interesting, isn't it? Wow. Guys, we released this IELTS Energy podcast a few weeks ago, and I want to say thank you to our amazing listeners who have taken a few minutes to leave a review in the iTunes store. Thank you to Tamara Onor, Molly Ty, Caroline, Julian TP, Mananya. Also, thank you to Keepling from Thailand, Philip Kidson from the UK, Tato Maria from USA, Amin Shirzad from the UAAG, Capriles from Canada. Thank you to Golmo79 from Argentina. Guys, we really appreciate your reviews. And if you haven't left a review yet, please go ahead into the iTunes store and leave a review for the new IELTS Energy podcast. We appreciate you guys. And thanks for listening. Today, we're talking about how to make the examiner like you on the speaking section of the IELTS, but there are four specific things that the examiner is going to grade you on on this speaking section, and if you want to know what they are for free, you can get them right now in an instantly downloadable cheat sheet. If you go to allearsenglish.com slash evaluation... That's allearsenglish.com slash E-V-A-L-U-A-T-I-O-N. See you there. Wow, culture's um, really at play here. So what are yeah. the things that we can do then? We know so far we know what we should not do. We should not try to shake the examiner's hand. And we mm-hmm. should definitely not try to ask for a score or even negotiate the score at the end. Right. But what yeah. can we do to kind of get the examiner to round up a little bit or just to yeah. be more relaxed in the exam and have a better rapport with the examiner? Right. So if you are if you are comfortable and relaxed, that will reflect on the examiner as well. 
So if you're if you're smiling, give a little, you know, a little laugh, a little smile and and mm-hmm. and you you be respectful and relaxed and the examiner will will definitely respond favorably to that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know every, when we physically when we move our muscles into the smile, I mean, a lot of things happen in our brain chemistry. We know that from science, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we relax yeah. and it just makes everything so much easier. Exactly, exactly. And and laughing does that, you know, tenfold for sure. Mm-hmm. If if you're telling a funny story or, you know, saying something that's, I don't know, like, you know, just funny or quirky or something that you think is, is interesting, then you could you could totally laugh on the exam you should laugh on the exam if the yeah. examiner's like so um tell me about a friend that uh, you admire for example in part two and mm. and you're you're saying oh man she's she's hilarious she's she's always really funny and actually yesterday she did this this yeah. this really hilarious thing and you're laughing the examiner gets into the story and that will definitely help Help your score go up. No, that sounds great. That actually sounds interesting to listen to that story, right? We want to catch the the examiner's interest. It can we can tell interesting stories in another language. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We should try. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Um and that's that's the the second point is to to use your personality. So tell personal stories like that. Mm. Um tell tell things talk about things that you think are interesting. Don't don't so much say things that you think the examiner wants to hear you know Mm. just remember that you you are not graded on your ideas you are graded just on your english but you can help that grade go up by being comfortable and and interested yourself i think sometimes students sort of they try and sound uh too formal or mm. um too too much talking, you know, like a like a student or a robot or something on yeah. the exam. So if you do that, the examiner can also sort of switch off. You know, if you're not mm. interested in what you're saying, the examiner might not be also. <laughs> yeah. So that might be another misunderstanding, right? That people yeah. are going into the aisles thinking they need to sound like a computer or they right. need to sound like a textbook or just be very formal. Or maybe they right. think, they, again, they need to shake the examiner's hand because this is some kind of business deal. No, yeah. none of that is the case. <laughs> exactly. So I would approach this that, of course, it is um, it is a formal interview, Right. right. It's it's an interview right. situation. So yeah. the the examiner does have the upper hand. The examiner is the one assigning you a grade. So remember that as far as being being respectful and polite. Politeness also is a is a right. huge yes. Please and thank you. All that. Be, be oh, very polite. Yeah. We can add maybe we can add that to the do category. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. But at the same time, um, it is it's not called um, you know, a formal interview. It is supposed to be more of a conversation. So while you cannot ask the examiner questions, you still can answer in a relaxed way. So okay. yeah. So maybe it's formal but relaxed. Yes, yes. I hope that makes sense to everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting balance. But I think it does. I think it does. I mean, we, we, yeah, if we just take what we've learned here today. And there's another thing that you had mentioned in terms of things we should do regarding eye contact. I think this is really mm. important. Yeah. So this, this is something where, um, your your judge of another culture is is going to be correct. I think in you know in a lot of 
um, Eastern cultures, eye contact, there's different rules. Um, but in Western cultures, be having direct eye contact is seen as respectful and showing confidence. So mm. definitely do if you are comfortable with this definitely try and make eye contact with the examiner. So make eye contact, smile, listen to what they say, and be relaxed in your answers. Okay. Those can summarize the advice. Right. (laughs) And I think you had said in a previous episode, what if we definitely just can't because I know in some cultures some parts of the world it's really really hard to make eye contact and what should we do if we just can't do it if it's going to totally mess up our speaking and our concentration then don't even bother trying you know the the um examiners are are worldwide I should say I mean most mm-hmm. of these examiners if not all at this point have uh, worked and lived abroad in at least one other country so um, examiners understand other cultures and perhaps the boundaries that other cultures have mm-hmm. um, and of course I'm thinking of in in the environment that I'm teaching in we have a lot of Middle Eastern students now and some of the um, young men that come over maybe 18 they are not comfortable looking directly into the eyes of a woman who if they're alone in the room with them so the female examiner does understand that and will definitely not grade you down because of it so okay good so i'm really glad to hear that culture is taken into account here oh of course so you guys should keep in mind well the best possible scenario is going ahead and making that eye contact to build the rapport if you can't do it it's okay to look down do you think is that sure? Yeah. Beyond. Um, I've mm-hmm. seen I've seen students who in in this exam atmosphere they'll they'll look down or maybe look look up behind the examiner or if if I were in this situation I would sort of choose a spot to look at that that um that made me feel comfortable and not nervous so if there's a poster in the room you know mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. a nice image or <laughs> just just whatever makes you feel the most comfortable really okay i like that that is a really interesting point so let's just summarize real quick cuz we've we've thrown out a lot of really yeah. good ideas today but just to make sure our <laughs> listeners have their heads wrapped around this so right. what are the the few three or four things that we should do to build rapport with the examiner One right so smile don't be afraid to laugh and show your personality mm-hmm. relax try to make eye contact okay good those good. those things you can definitely write down and remember and we'll i promise you help your score i shouldn't Love promise it. but i am gonna promise they will <laughs> we highly recommend score. you do those things <laughs> um, and, and as far don't. as the things mm-hmm. yeah to stay away from um don't try and shake the examiner's hand and mm-hmm. definitely don't try and ask for your score at the end or try and negotiate a better score. So okay. stay away from those things. Perfect. This is super important to listen to this a couple of times, guys, as you're practicing and preparing for the IELTS. And remember, just sometimes just the little things that make a difference, isn't it, Jessica? For sure, for sure. And I think as a as a sort as a, a last note, um the the last part of the speaking test, how you leave the examiner, that's your last impression. So try and make a good one. I I would I would smile and and as you stand up and leave the room, just smile and say thank you. I think that would really leave a good impression on the examiner. That's a good point. And it can be a really tricky time to smile, especially if you think whether it's true or not, if you think that you've kind of 
messed up or made right. a lot of mistakes. You might it might be the last thing that you would think of to actually smile, but yeah. it's kind of that last ditch effort. Hey, give the person a smile. You've tried your best. You're done at least, right? Yeah, yeah. So that should make you smile. Yeah. So relax the shoulders. Put throw the shoulders back and smile. Yeah, yeah totally. Okay. Just give them give them every last ounce of politeness you can you can summon before you leave. <laughs> I like it. I like it. This has been fantastic. Thank you for this insight, Jessica. We really appreciate it. Yeah, great. My pleasure. Have a good day. (laughs) Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.